So here we are starting part seven of Living a Kingdom Lifestyle and the title of this section is In the Footsteps of the Messiah and, and this particular piece is about us being ambassadors. Recapping on where we've got to, the whole of Jesus' teaching on the Sermon on the Mount is about the character, conduct and influence of the believer. We are following in his footsteps. We can see that what we believe will influence both our behaviour and those around us for good or ill. We're not called to hypocrisy, to play acting as Christians, nor to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps to be something better, but to be transformed by the renewal of our mind into the very character and nature of Christ himself, that we might represent him. We are ambassadors for Christ, here to show the world what he's really, really like. This is the work of the indwelling Holy Spirit as we allow him to remove from within us all that is unsightly. God cannot, it's good to remember, when man will not. There is a way in which you have your part to play. 2 Peter 1, 2-4 tells us, Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of our Lord Jesus Christ, as his divine power has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue, by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises, that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. We're not called to imitate him, but to partake of him and his nature, because he indwells us. In this process, our willingness to change and be changed is paramount. Choices will empower or disempower us depending on what we choose, day by day, moment by moment. Without these godly choices, we will remain permanently an embryo, not fully formed. We won't reach maturity. We'll never exert power over ourselves or the enemy because we've never actively made the choice to change. We wanted magic and God didn't do that. This is not a quick prayer and everything changes, though many wish it was. We need to be clear about one thing. Jesus didn't come into our lives to patch us up, give us a makeover or do a paint and wallpaper job to cover up our cracks. He didn't come into our hearts to make us better. He himself clearly stated he had no intention of pouring his new wine into old bottles. He didn't come to make us better people. He came to take over. To give us a completely new life and an abundant life at that. John 10.10 10. A new DNA. We are twice born, from below and above. We have a new identity, a destiny and a purpose. And we appropriate the new to the extent that we refuse the old. Just as an apple tree is always grafted onto a stock, so we have been completely severed from our old stock, our old way of life and old way of thinking and doing, and have been grafted into the stock that is Christ. It's from here and here alone that life will flow. If we still persist in living from the old stock, we will wither and produce no fruit. Those still attached to the new vine by divine fiat will be like a living dead thing, producing no fruit, just hanging on, just existing, waiting for our home call. It's essential, therefore, that we understand the transaction that took place when we were born again from above, 
and make the choices to live from that place continually as partakers in the divine nature and bone of his bone. <laughs>